0: Hi, my name is William Levin, and I I am the founder and the host of Stammer Stories, and we are starting this episode off in a different way because, very excitedly, to celebrate International Stamming Wednesday, Stammer Stories is doing its first ever live recording in London on the 19th of October. I am going to be joined with one of our previous guests, but she's an absolute legend, Jessie Yendall from Mimi Darling Beauty. On TikTok, she's had over 310 million views where she's been sharing her Stammer story. And to celebrate International Starring Marine Awareness Day, she's going to be sharing her story at the event. And the event is going to be fun. We're going to be fundraising for action starring children, but also there's a very exciting competition with Polestar, where you could win a Polestar 2 for a long weekend. Terms and conditions apply. Well, this is a very exciting event in person. I have included the link to the event, right? And you can meet me in person, you can meet Jesse in person, but also some other guests will be there as well. So now back to normal programming. So hi, welcome to Stammer Stories. My name is William Levin and I'm your host and founder of this podcast. In this podcast, we talk about stammering from all perspectives. I'll be talking to people who stammer, people who work in the stammering field and people who have a general interest in the topic. So today's guest is, is, is another guest. who's come from a power of the stammer community, online community and I spoke about it before, but the Stammer community is huge and, and it's not just the UK, it is a global community and, and everyone supports each other. And I had this person, Paneet, reach out to me a few months ago about what the work that he was doing on, but also he was talking to me about the work that I was doing. And then we had a few really interesting chats around Stammerry, but also it's great to talk to a fellow campaigner who's doing amazing stuff in India that like I'm doing. Over here in, in the UK. So, Penny, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks so, so
1: much, uh, William, for having me. I'm excited and I'm looking forward to this talk.
0: Perfect. Thank you. So, can you just in 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 in, 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 in introduce yourself and tell the viewers what you do for a living?
1: Uh, hello to all the, uh, the listeners. Uh, my my name is. P- and I'm from the New Delhi India and uh, I'm 26 uh, 60 years old uh, who uh, visually describe myself I'm a brown man with black black hairs wearing black uh, headphones green t-shirt I'm, and I'm sitting on a, a black uh, chair which is blood I have I'm, I'm making blood uh, in the in the background and uh, talking about my educa- educational background, I have done uh, uh, my graduation in in English literature and my master's in, in international relations and uh, in 2018 I was working in a bank uh, in a bank called Royal Bank of Scotland, uh, which was uh, a, a a really comfortable job uh, and uh, it was a well paid. Job, but uh, after one year working there, I I realized that uh, this is not my calling, and I, I want to do something for uh, for our stammering uh, community. Uh, so I decided to left left the job, and uh, and start to uh, to to study uh, how to start in start a non profit and how to actually uh, fundraise and uh, talk to people and get supporters and all of these things. I was uh, learning the nuances of. Of running a a social project, so after uh, after like quite quite a few trainings, volunteering internships with different uh, NGOs, uh, working uh, with this temporary community, and also about uh, other social projects as well. I I I right now I'm I'm running an an organization called um, Start. Uh, which is working towards normalising speech and communication disabilities here in, in Delhi. And we are also active in, in, in other parts of India as well.
0: Wow. And I can't wait to talk to you about that in more detail further along the episode. But the start of the episode, you got a stammer and I would love to talk to you about your stammer. When did you first realise that you had a stammer and how was your stammer at, at a younger age?
2: Hmm.
1: Uh, it's 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 quite interesting because i uh i started to stammer quite late uh i was around eight or nine nine years old and uh what i can see that there are two three uh, incidents in my life which which i can relate uh, uh with, with 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 stammering uh my my father was uh, was an, an alcoholic man and, and uh, I have seen a lot of domestic violence, uh, physical abuse, mental abuse at my uh, uh, early age. So I think this all this really uh, uh, affected me. And uh, this was the phase where I, I noticed myself, I observed myself that uh, this sound is not like uh, my voice was not not coming out of my uh, my mouth the way i i expected it to be and for the first time i actually encountered uh stammering because before that i ca- i am pretty uh sure that i was not not stammering and the second incident uh was is, is also very interesting because uh, i'm a i'm a left-handed person and uh my my parents forced me to write with the right hand, uh, to use my right hand for my t- daily work as well. So uh, when I actually was going through a uh, a uh, through on internet, and all of these things, I really I come to know that uh, uh, that uh, that uh, I don't remember. Uh, I think it was King George II, on which uh, the the movie King's Speech was based. So. Uh, he was also uh, like there are some stories that he was also forced to write uh, to write with the right hand. Uh, he was also a, a left-handed person. So I think from that uh, incident, my uh, uh, my orientation or direction also also quite messed up. And these are two incidents I think from which I can relate my um, uh, the beginning of my my stammering life.
0: Wow, and it's sort of really interesting how. I've spoken to many guests, and I it's sometimes similar when like, I've not known life without stammer. So I stammered from when I was well, from my first word, and and I know some people like Ed Balls who didn't realise that they had a stammer until he was forty, like in in his forties, which is really fascinating. And but also how it's way more common in boys than in girls, and that sort of aspect of the angle of stammering, how it's not the same in everyone because I want to show that stammering is different for everyone and and if you hear that someone stammers you you shouldn't be thinking it's going to be a very severe stammer because it may be a very mild stammer or it, it may be a stammer in certain situations some people may be fine in a work situation however in like a less quieter situation their stammer may be quite more more prominent. Did you have speech therapy growing up?
1: None, never. No, no, I, I think we <laughs> we were not in the situation to afford <laughs> therapy, and uh, I was I was just li- living uh, in 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 denial and facing pulling uh, and, and a lot of mocking in my in my school days. Yeah. Uh, yeah so it was um, I, I never got an opportunity to, uh,
0: to to go for for therapy yeah because some people haven't had speech therapy at all or like I've had speech. I had speech therapy for the first 10 years of my life and I didn't know anything different and then I did my last speech therapy was in blimey six years ago so I've not had speech therapy for six years because that was when I was moving from like secondary school to college and the change of like sizing really triggered my stammer, but also being with new people but i think it's but also like we all have attending so did you self-teach yourself like certain techniques that you knew would help your stammer? i think at, the, at in, in my teenage my
1: if if, if we do you will check my uh, check my internet browsing history it was all, all about um how to cure stammering how to fix stammering how to overcome stammering all of these uh, <laughs> all of these things were on uh, on google and i, I was reading uh, books uh, and articles uh, that you know all these techniques breathing exercises and and everything and interestingly like i was just praying for a for a magic for a, a magic pill that, uh, that you know, if I'm not stammering, then I was saying that I, I I don't have any 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 issue. And the people who were talking without a stammer, without like fluently and fast, I, I was looking up to them like like they are superheroes, and you know that that they are the brilliant people. And you know I I I'm, and I'm just uh, not 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 capable enough, and maybe it's it's something wrong wrong with me, and uh, like I. I may not achieve any success with this with, with this stammering. So I was just trying to find a fix uh, anywhere, somewhere, like just running around.
0: Yeah, and uh but I guess like you sort of feel because it's a very self- isolating thing, having a stammer because you think you're the only person going through it. But also like we all have sadly different situations where We get mocked when we get bullied because of our stammer and i'd like to go into it in more detail because like we all have our situations when we stammer but also we've all had those moments when our our stammer has been quite bad and but all where we've really struggled struggled with it so could you tell me a time where you struggled with your stammer but also how you overcame that that situation
2: I think uh,
1: there are uh, many incidents where uh, where I was I was you no know, uh, supposed to, to, to speak, and you now maybe a speech at the school, or or just a phone call, or just uh, going to a where a, a restaurant or going to a grocery shop and, and ordering stuff. which was yeah, it was very challenging. But uh, one incident I can I, I can think of is. Uh, when I was uh, in last class eleventh, uh, so I don't know how the how the uh, schooling system is in UK, but uh, like uh, I was in class eleventh, and and there was a head boy elections were there, so uh, so on this election I was the only eligible person in my student in my, in my in my in my class to actually uh, contest elections because I was the topper, and there was a Threshold of marks which I have to score, uh, so that we can apply to be a contestant and to be a candidate in the in the election. So uh, my teachers uh, motivated me, you know that that you should um, contest election and everything. I, I was really really excited for the first time. I'm going to do something uh, in public. Like uh, it, it, it it was the starting of my public life. <laughs> so. Uh, what happened? I I I I, I created a uh, poster. I created a list of promises and uh, my my vision and, and what I wanted to do after, after if if I if I win for for these students. So there comes the day when we were supposed to uh, deliver our speeches with our promises and, and and the stuff that we would like to do after winning so i prepared quite well i was uh, like uh, to, be, to, to be to be really honest like the content was like i i i, I literally wrote it with with the heart but i went but i when, when i went on the stage i uh, i couldn't speak a single word there like uh, i was nervous for sure i was sweating and uh, you know it was just so difficult to actually speak the first word and I, I i i realized that all all of the students are 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 laughing uh, they laughing out loud and even the teachers and the non-teaching staff were uh were kind of you know uh, uh, laughing you know giggling what we call it giggling uh and uh, and i was i was really uh, disappointed but at that, that moment, I I, I uh, said to myself that I'm gonna finish this speech no matter what, unless they are uh, they are throwing me out of the of, of this stage. I'm 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 not going to stop. <laughs> so I finished that, that 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 speech, and I promised myself that that no matter what, uh, in my future, I'm not going to leave any opportunity to speak. The world has to hear my um, my stammering voice, and I'm going to speak no matter what. No one can snatch this right to uh, right from me to speak, and even, even if I stammer, I I deserve to be be heard. I deserve deserve to be seen.
0: Yeah, and I completely get that, but also how you like whenever we stammer we rather than it just being a few seconds when it is it feels like minutes and like that moment because not only are we thinking about our stammer are also thinking about wider aspects and what people are thinking and it's one of those things how like it's always it on your mind and like the aspect from it like I when I was doing my TEDx I when I was planning it my brain was like my stammer, I can't say that word in my speech because of my stammer, then the other brain was like, are you there to talk about your stammer? And for some reason I was way more nervous doing it in in front of my own team at work compared to a TEDx because I get way more nervous in front of people who I know than to people who I don't know as such. So when I was doing my TEDx, I, I wasn't nervous despite it being 200 people. I was not nervous because most of the people in that room I, I didn't know who they who they were. But when I did it to my team, I was like to my manager beforehand. I'm so nervous. I'm like because they know me and they know my stammer, which they, you would think it would be easier, but actually they're more aware of it. They know that they are more aware of when I'm stammering, and it was like really interesting for battle of like. And we're always thinking more about what they are thinking rather than what I think. But now, every single speech I do, I and mean, even if it's stammering related, I just say because you have to own the stammer. And I'm just going, I just go, I do have a stammer. Hopefully, we will be done by the end of the speech. But
1: you just have to own
0: it, but also you sort of have to relax Absolutely. people. You have to relax people about it as well as well so they're not worried about it and but yeah but i'd love to know more so one of the things i, I, I love to cover on this podcast is how people's stammer affects them in the working world and how because lots of people with a stamina are sort of afraid of how a big wide working world will affect how reactive they react sound like if it's in job interviews or like client meetings or like talking to your team or like picking up the phone so, I'd love to know more about your job experience from when you were working at the bank. And could you tell me a bit more about about from the angle of how this stammer affected her? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, William For first of all, you said a very beautiful thing, and I, I would like to uh, like to talk more about it. You know, you, you talked about the moment uh, before we stammer, it's, it's it's beautiful. Uh, I think I, I say that that's where I, uh, our life, uh, uh, like uh, the most uh, magnificent and most magical moments uh, are, are, are those moments. I think I call it uh, spiritual. I call it meditative uh, because it's, we are so much into that moment that we, we, we do not we don't have anything. We have just those moments. And this is nothing this is meditation and people are trying to to meditate and reach this state after, after like so many years of practice and and trying different techniques of 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 of, of meditation. so it, it is amazing. it is totally uh, uh, I would say kind of a miracle that you choose just stop and feel that moment and take a breath and you see that you no know, that 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 everything is fine. <laughs> so yeah, I think this is uh, where the uh, revolution. That's where the secret lies of uh, of, of of the beauty of, of our our stammering. And I was going through your uh, your 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 TEDx talk, and I I, I congratulated you on to on Twitter as well. And which uh, I think there are, there are a lot of uh, good insights that you. Uh, that you gave and i i really like like two three parts where you talked about about uh, intersections of, um, of, of 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 stammering and uh, dyslexia dyspraxia and mild or, or, or autism as well and it's a it's a coincidence that that i'm also going through the process of my uh, diagnosis and uh, from the symptoms i can say that i i have a mix of dyslexia plus dys- dyspraxia as well so uh so like uh, you, you will know you course, will, you will understand that it's uh it's pretty much about the motor and the coordination skills that um that that we uh face challenges in and um and it was great to actually listen to uh to your tactics because it's 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 pretty complicated and very nuanced to to, to share our our perspective and 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 to look at the people and look at their expressions as well because we because we the people in stammering say that we have expressions while we are stammering but when people listen to us they also have a very interesting <laughs> expressions which I which now I can explore because now 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 I I am I, into different. Phase of my, my 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 stammering, so I'm pretty much you know aware and conscious of, of my surroundings now. So so it's pretty interesting to look at their expressions as well. And and, and uh, I hope you uh, you enjoyed it a lot including your TEDx talk. And talking about uh, my experience in in in, in the workplace, uh, I I uh, requested my manager that I wanted to host a, a team meeting. So in the team meeting, you will be just quoting uh, out numbers that you know, th- th- this was a target and th- th- this is what we achieved. Uh, this is where we lack. So all, all of these uh, things has to be says, uh, said, uh, said out loud. But I was not given uh, uh, the the opportunity to, to, to host because uh, our manager said that it's uh, we only have to 15 minutes to finish it off, and then we have to go for the lunch, and then we have a very busy day. So uh, he said no, and uh, it was it was kind of a um, disappointing for me because I was uh, performing well, and um, and the, the the culture at the at the organization says that every team member should host uh, the uh, the, the meeting and it was my turn naturally so i i i should have been allowed to to actually host it but i was not i was not i was not permitted because of my uh, my stammering so uh, this discrimination actually you know i i was disillusioned by this uh, this corporate world where where uh, people emotions are not valued and their numbers and time and you know all of these things are are, are valued much more than than us so i said that, that uh but i'm doing pretty 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 good in my in, in my life there are other people in, in india who are uh, who are literally suffering from uh from stammering generally i don't use the, the word suffering with, uh, with stammering but there are people who are suffering due to the societal perspective, due to the discrimination and the bullying that they face from the society. So I decided that I want to work for people like me, and it can give me immense satisfaction and, and happiness. I'm not doing uh, for the for the for the social good, for the you know that I, that I'm a great person. No, I'm, I was just doing it for, for for myself, for my own fulfillment and and. Uh, and there i started my my new journey of uh, of of being in social
0: life oh and I, I but it's really um really good to hear how actually the workplace wasn't that that bad with your stammer but also it I and mean, it's an angle because my workplace have been so supportive and uh, they let me talk about my stammer but also they let me host stammer stories live when at, at the office and it's been really interesting having different conversations of like senior leadership because I because I'm very fortunate I have to call for like CEO, managing director, and but also how much they've taken in from my perspective and like how much they want to deliver to make a comfortable setting for the company to work in from that angle, but also how they can how I can support them and how I can teach them to show that this is the right thing. Maybe don't do that, but also how, how we should embrace for everyone and don't judge them and don't discriminate them for things that we can't help with. But how actually the difference between the agency and running a podcast and like a campaign expert? It may seem like two different things, but actually they are both ran in like the same way because you want want to be you want to be accommodating, but also you want to be open to hear other people's stories. And because my CEO said to me, and it's always stuck with me that hearing someone's story should always come from a person themselves, rather than someone else telling their story, because it's always more poignant and more powerful hearing it from from that perspective. And now I'd love to move on to talking about Start, which is absolutely amazing. And I'd love to just talk about it in more detail. So what is Start and, from yeah,
1: what do you do? Uh, so uh, talking about the name I uh, I, I was uh, I was sitting uh, in, in in my office and I was thinking about what name uh, we should have. So uh, I knew I know that I, I I want to make like something like beginning or start or something like it should uh, uh, signify something new. Uh, some 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 new kind of a start, and then I said, okay, let's uh, name it Start," and with with a twist that how how a person with stammering would say it, and uh, so I I, I named uh, the organization Start, and uh, and it's going so uh, so so well because uh, I I I got so many participants uh, and here in India because. William it's a, it's a very uh, difficult and very interesting and very full of scope uh, 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 place what I'm uh, where actually I'm, I'm i'm sitting right now because uh stammering is not in not included in the list of disabilities in India so we cannot claim the benefit of of of, of a person with the with disability here in, 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 in india and it's and not even if like you don't consider it as tampering, you it is not considered it as as something serious, as something 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 humane. Yeah. Like you can you you can laugh on it with with authority, you and and, and it's like pretty like people will say that no, yeah it's fine, uh, it's it's funny
2: <laughs>
1: so. I think there are a lot of perspective change and a lot of uh, what I call mindset shift is, is 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 required and and that's why there are a lot of organizations. Of course, India is, a, it is a big country with one point four billion uh, people. There are around two million non-profit working here and around dozens of NGOs that are uh, especially focused on uh, on 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 stammering. But what makes start uh, different is that we have we have people with stammering and we have people who 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 doesn't stammer under a single roof, so that they know how to behave, like how to listen and how to how to uh, actually make us feel included, make us uh, feel valued, because all the other organizations what they are doing they have self help group and they, they have a lot of practice, a lot of techniques and, and a lot of discussion over, over how to overcome uh, stammering. So I think it's fine, uh, uh, is their own perspective, but when when we go out in, in the world, there are people who don't know who will laugh on us, there are people who will actually don't listen, they will complete our sentences. So at that time there is no experience with with us. So if, if if we can provide a safe space where where you can stammer and there are people who who actually haven't encountered any uh, person who's stammering their life yet. So they can they can ask genuine questions with curiosity. They can you know it will be it will be a tendency in their mind to actually actually finish the sentences then we can we can educate and we can we, we can uh, show our love and compassion that you no know, it's 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 completely uh, fine to stammer and, and and few seconds will not will not uh, make or break a deal <laughs> so it's it's like it's just kind of uh, bringing in different kind of people together and 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 uh, provide them that that uh, that safe space and and actually uh, what i call it like to normalize uh, is stammering because it's i think there should be a world where no one gives a damn about about, about stammering that you and i tennis stammer and no one is like actually bothered by that we are we are ordering our uh our burgers and pizzas with stammering and people like it's like it's it's, it's completely fine it's just the way we speak so i think this kind of world would be a better one instead of you know if, if, if i'm going to order, order my coffee and people are saying that you have done a wonderful job by ordering your coffee it is nothing inspirational it's, it's, it's like I, I i don't feel it's like why we should be applauded of of doing a mundane task so i think it's it's it's, it's, it's what i i believe that um it should be normalized, and uh, the normalization, the process of normalization take years for me twenty years, so i'm not I'm not saying that you know it can happen in months in a few months, it's a long process, uh, process of acceptance, uh, process of embracing our 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 true selves. It takes time, but uh, it's worth the effort.
0: Yeah and, and I just absolutely love, like, the attitude, your motto, but like we are your multiple also how active the uh, you are on like social media to like promote it, but also you're not you're you in in including other like countries and like other stammering support groups. Because I think you're right, like the biggest thing is, is to normalize stammering. Because I think it's all like, oh they they're stammering and rather like okay, like you want to well you want people to react in the correct way not where it's too like oh bless you've got oh you can do it go on it's fine or like rather like oh hurry up like you want to find that middle of like just that support of like you you want that secret nod don't you just like yeah it's fine rather than like oh come on or like you you just want that secret nod but also you want people to feel accepted people who don't stand because one of the big things about the podcast that I want to get across is that by talking to people who don't stammer to show that actually they don't care about people stammering because actually no one really cares apart from we think we overthink it to the point that oh we're stammering so much they won't like it or so we weren't talking about presentation or oh I'll stammer so much we'll, we'll get someone else to do my coffee order for me or you read a menu and you go oh i'd love that dish but actually i can't say that item so i'll change what, what i'm going to order So no one should ever feel afraid because i always say that we always have things in our heart that we want to say but we can't because because of our stammer and no one should ever have that
1: yes and um like on the same same note uh i would like to congratulate you William, because not- Podcasting is a platform of, of sound. It's a platform of voice and I think stammering is also about voice. So so stammering podcasts are really important and, 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 and when I was I, I, I was uh, uh, looking through like some 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 podcasts like uh, there is a podcast called uh, Proud. Proud stuttering by my by yeah. Maya and, 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 and you, you guys was were uh, there in this in this time of past. I was really happy because seriously, we need more podcasts, more because we need to be out there. We need to make the world hear the the sound of our voice. And this is really important in order to normalize stammering. We have to be out there, out there, out there. And... And keep doing these podcasts. So I'm a, a, a big, big kudos to you because it's, it's, it is like you just uh, on your TEDx you said that there is like one percent of the of of, um, of the world's population is timers, and 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 the one percent of India's population is is maybe much more than the than the maybe some some countries' whole population. It's a huge country. And the number of calls uh, that I got from young men uh, every day, you know, they are literally so much into, you no, know, they, they just want to fix it. Like I see my reflection on them, you know, they just want to run away from this stammering and want to fix it, want want to find a quick solution, a quick remedy. And, and we have like, as long as we, we are there and we are making sure that, that will that there is a guy called William who is living a completely every like completely a, a what we call I uh, I I don't want to call it a normal life, but no, it's a completely normal life even with his with his time. His There is a person a person in Delhi called Puneet who is, who is who is who is doing the same. And you know, I used to get complimented uh, that that no, oh still, oh wow, that uh, you have managed to find a girlfriend with your. Uh, Stammering, and I was like, "Is it a compliment? Like, I, am I only about my stammering? Is the, the central part of my identity? I think I'm much more than my my stammering. I'm, and everyone else like we have a rich and complex personality. And why we are like only talking about why we are only talking about stammering when you're talking about me? I have other qualities as well. So I think." it is pretty, the world doesn't know how to, how, how, how to actually behave, what should be the attitude, and, um, and the inspiration pawn, I think uh, we have to get away with this, uh, it's, it's, it's really high time that, uh, that, that we, that we, we say that, you know, it's it's, 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 we are human, and we, we, we deserve to have happiness, we deserve to have pleasure, we, uh, like, even if, like, uh, people with disabilities are not supposed to have sexual desires like <laughs> it, like we are human beings too and and and, and it's like uh, the society thinks that you know you should do your everyday life and even, even if you're doing your everyday uh, work and or task efficiently then you are already an inspirational personality for for all of us uh, what do you mean by that <laughs> so i think it's, it's 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 it's, the ableism is in its purest form and uh and to talk about it, uh, to write articles, blogs, podcasts, all of these things. I think it's really important to 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 advocate uh, for our for our rights.
0: Well, and um, well, personally, thanks very much for your very kind words that has made my day, and' also, as I mentioned before, congratulations to you what to what you're doing and one of re one of the things that I've loved from doing a podcast is like building a building a I mean, international audience, and actually you'll find this quite quite interesting that India is the third most listened to country for the podcast, but also one so since launching a podcast I, I've had a few people from India from Nigeria from Kuwait reach out to me about. There's some, but also I, I've had a few people from Nepal and and since then I've joined the Nepal Stamming Association and to basically show that I'm not, I am no medical, but I can offer you real life experiences from what I've been through, but also I can give back from what I've been given and some of the calls I've had with them has been absolutely amazing, like hearing their stories but also how how different we communities are and like how we support but also how stammering is portrayed in different countries because some countries it's it's deemed as yeah you've got a stammer for support yeah. or some is just very badly portrayed and yeah. a, and you're not allowed to stammer so one of the things i'd find really interesting to talk to you about is as you're in in india when you grow up in india what is the stammering support like compared to countries like the UK? Could people eat? Could people go and get um speech therapy if they wanted to, or like could they find the stammering community very simply, or like is it quite hard to find? Um, uh,
1: uh, so let's start from like uh before the birth. <laughs> so like, uh, like in 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 Hinduism and in Buddhist, Buddhism. It is believed that uh, that disability, any kind of disability, is the is the result of uh, that you have done something uh, bad in your past life. So it is the result of your past karma, and you are just supposed to suffer from this punishment all your life because of your what you what you have done. So uh, with this with this. Narrative of, of uh, religion and this narrative of society, uh, we we are born. So you can imagine uh, that we we would not have a, that kind of you know sympathy that we, because you know people know that you have done something wrong and I have no idea I'm a kid. <laughs> so so I think from this perspective, um, speech therapies are re- are really expensive, and uh, they say that you will be uh, you will be transformed into a normal speaker in two weeks give us uh a th- th- thousand pounds um like thousand pounds for two weeks and you will be uh, done and you know it's a it's, it's a scam so it's a, it's a very big scam and i'm i'm, I'm wherever I, I got an opportunity i see it like uh there are some genuine people of course but many of them are are, are are making uh, money out of our insecurities that of course if i would have would have that much of money i would have surely in my teenage i would have surely gone to one of these th- therapists and you know said that please fix me uh and it's, it's 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 really difficult and a lot of people like a lot of youngsters a lot of college-going students that i'm touching touch with I, I i just make sure that that they don't take such steps because uh like they don't have that much of money to to actually actually afford that so i say that you no know, give yourself some time uh make some visit to our to our center go through some workshops and if 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 you feel some kind of um some kind of uh, uh love and some kind of acceptance in your speech because it's, 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 it's first step towards acceptance is to is to disclose and if you disclose it, it, it in public if you say it with love that i i stammer and it's a, like this is the way i speak i think uh half of the uh the problem how we conceive it how we how we see it will be will be gone so most of the participants uh except one uh the, the, there is this one guy from uh from uh, the, the northern part of part of India, he, he decided to left the organization because he said that he's not he just want to get rid of this uh, this stammering and I, I I respected him because he was facing a lot of bullying at his workplace and I I wish him uh, all the best but I think it's it's not our fault it's the fault of the society and it's the fault of you know if we can if we can have a general culture of of respect and if we believe if we say that disfluency is not a sign of low intellectual capability you can still achieve success you can have every happiness in your life which, which, which a human being deserves even with stammering despite of stammering people say that you are such a great communicator despite i hate that word despite what is this so all of these things, like I think, a behavioral changes is, changes is, uh, required, and 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 India is a young countries, and and youngsters are like have 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 their own, you know, model of 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 what you what you said fluency, and there is no definition of fluency, right? So as as I'm quoting William Lever now. Wow,
0: <laughs> oh, and. Like, that's a really, that's one aspect that's not really been sort of been spoken of because like when I've asked people that from like other countries, they've, like, said, like, it is there, but, like, it's really interesting how, like, it's known as, like, a scam. That is just the money aspect. And, and as you're right, no one should be taken taken advantage of of having a scam because like my big thing is, Having a speech like having a speech impediment is tough because like we can't change it. Like people with glasses can wear contact lenses, or you can try and disguise, like help your disabilities, but we can't help us apart from techniques. So we need support on like different speech techniques. And no one should be taken advantage of to use their voice. And because everyone has a story to tell, and no one should be taken advantage of being able to speak because it's not a human thing, but also from that angle of like how, because the UK, like the salary support network is great, but actually it's still a postcode lottery that you may not have a speech therapist near you for around 10 miles or 20 miles because the the resources aren't there or the nearby resources are quite expensive I was talking to a Michael Palin centre and they were saying that some people travel from all over the UK to go to a Michael Palin centre to get the right therapy but since Covid they've had people bring the helpline from like Dubai because of the virtual networking like because of being able to do virtual sessions they've had people from Dubai, US, Australia, India and it's really fascinating hearing how now people are now actually seeking to get the right support rather than finding the quickest support because I think that's the thing like when it's so big that we all need to find the right support rather than the quickest nearest support because I think sometimes that may not be the best option and as I've mentioned the pandemic everyone with this well everyone across the globe has been affected by the pandemic in different ways but also people with Stammer have been affected in completely other ways as well. Like mine got bad, but now it's the best it's ever been. And it's a really interesting aspect, but would you say the pandemic has has affected your Stammer?
2: Uh,
1: I think personally, I I prefer uh, one-on-one meetings. Uh, because it it is something else. Uh, you would you would agree with that? And uh, Zoom meetings, no, it's it's some kind of uh, of some, some other kind of anxiety is there before the Zoom meeting. Even like if, when when I was um, preparing to, to meet you, there was say, some kind of now nervousness and anxiety, and uh, it's it's like. You have to manage all of these things, and uh, and uh, especially with when we stammer, like it it is like the internet can go down, and then uh, then we are also also stammering, and people can confuse that you no know, that that if the internet is down or 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 if the person is stammering due to the voice is not not coming out clearly, so. I think this kind of confusion I have faced uh, earlier, and uh, now if I'm like as if I'm working with uh, with a lot of people uh, who who stammers, I think I my focus is not on my stammering a, a, a anymore. Now I'm I'm pretty pretty much in 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 love with my stammering, and it's like it's like uh, my life is going completely smooth, and I I I'm. I wish that uh, the youngsters who are in who are in touch of me uh, or uh, who are coming to our our center, I can I can help them in any possible way because it's a it's a long journey. It's it is not easy at all because I can say anything to them that you know that that love yourself. That this is just the way we speak and all of these things. But when they go to their schools, colleges, restaurants, or, or their offices. The world is not that uh, that kind and considerate, so they have to fight. They have to uh, struggle there. So uh, I'm not romanticizing uh, uh, stammering. I'm trying to create a very objective uh, perspective of of, of 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 stammering, and uh, so yes, there are some some kind of interview techniques, some tips that I give. Uh, if, if the person is going for a job interview or is supposed to speak speak somewhere, so there are certainly some some techniques. But that that techniques only come after uh, accepting our ac- accepting our um, our stamping. Because if we don't accept, we will be running, hiding, escaping, and living in denial for uh, for years. And it is not worth it. It like I was drained out. I was exhausted and and then i i noticed that when i was drained and I, when i'm like i'm really tired i don't stammer at all <laughs> so then then, then 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 i thought like okay let's be tired all the time and don't stammer <laughs> so all of these these things come uh, come 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 to your mind and and there are boys and girls who come because, uh, because for girls it is a whole different thing in in, in india the kind of uh, gender inequality they are they are supposed to be perfect they 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 are supposed to have perfect hairs they are supposed to have perfect voice they are supposed to have perfect skin in order to get, get married and and especially uh i i work in slums and no low income areas places where uh, the girls are like are under so so much of societal pressure that uh it is very difficult and this require a lot of patience and a lot of Listening as well to them because you know you cannot say that oh just do do whatever uh, I, I'm, I'm I'm saying so at, at times I just feel that I also need a help because I don't I, I don't know there, there's so many intersections are at play because if, if I just talk about my life uh, uh, I have gone through severe poverty domestic violence stammering and now I'm I'm diagnosing my learning disability as well so I think. I cannot expect uh, uh youngsters from slums to be uh to be that open to be to be that fast in this in, in this process so i think pandemic has really helped us because i was conducting uh on online workshops workshops as well because uh india has the cheapest internet th- thankfully so people have access to a smartphone even, even, even if they don't have good uh, good income they can still afford uh, smartphones and and internet so we were able to actually uh, continue our, our work and uh, it was it, it was nicer even in the heat wave, because i uh, I, I know UK, uk was also having a severe heat wave this time so in india it was even worse and i said that uh, that uh, that you don't need to come to our center you, we, we can uh, conduct workshops uh, online so, I think it helped, helped in some way, and also it was difficult to actually adapt in the beginning.
0: Wow, and well, it, it, but it does show how different everyone's style is, but also how like with different angles we sort of miss, but also how we prefer different aspects and how like some people find like the virtual calls harder with their stamina than in person, Calls or like vice versa. Or like some people actually are now more comfortable doing virtual calls as well. So I've got a question that I ask every guest without giving you notice beforehand. When you think of someone famous who stammers, who do you think of? Someone famous who stammers. I think uh,
1: there is this uh, man called Amar Amar Musliyan. Uh, it, it will be difficult for you to pro- pronounce, but he's a opera singer. He's a oh, person wow. with stammering. Wow. Yeah, and he also performed in uh, London uh, Royal House. Wow. Yeah, so so I think he is. Uh, he was really shy person. Uh, like, he, he he doesn't have a single friend in, in, in his full time. And wow. he was really shy, but he loved to sing. So, wow. another, yeah another example of, of someone who stammers and and was really good in singing.
0: <laughs> wow, that, that's absolutely amazing. So Pini, it's been absolutely lovely to talk to you and I've got one more question. So if you could give three pieces of advice to someone who stammers and three pieces of advice to someone who doesn't stammer, what would they be?
1: Uh, for people with stammering, I would say uh, just feel it don't don't run don't hide there is no uh, there is no point of you know we, we can run from something external but we cannot run from our own cells so there's no point of, of of running and just you know just um, there's nothing wrong it, it has been scientifically proven now there's nothing wrong with us it's, it's just the way we speak and just enjoy your stammering. And I, I, I think it will take time, but it is totally worth the effort. And for the folks, for someone who doesn't stammer, I would like to say that, uh, listening is the biggest gift. You can give it to anyone
2: you,
1: because you are giving, giving your attention, your effort and not even just for someone who stammers. Like even if you listen to your friends, your parents, your, your colleagues, yeah, like your life will change because, uh, we when we hear someone, we are just we are just hearing to respond. We're not uh, we're not listening to understand. So just have a keen and very curious uh, mindset uh, when you when you listen, and uh, it's a life-transforming uh, activity. It's a it's nice, magical. Yeah, I think I only have one one for People who doesn't stammer and it's. it's it's, it's it's worth a um, uh, lot of tips so yeah thank you so much william for, for having me i think i really enjoyed that,
0: that thank you well thank you so much for, for coming on it i mean it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you but also will include it all, all your links to the episode description as well so thank you Puneet, for coming to talk to me today it's been a pleasure mm, namaste william Thank you. And um, thank you so much to our listeners for listening to this episode. As I mentioned at the start, we got a very exciting event coming up for International Stamming Awareness Day with Mimi Darling Beauty. And you can join us live in London. So make sure to buy your tickets for that. I would love to meet you there and see you in person. And also the episode will be live on, on International Stamming Awareness Day itself. So if you miss the event, you can always join us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen episode but also we've got some other really exciting guests coming on soon which is very exciting but also make sure to follow us on instagram twitter and tiktok where we post different stammering related content and more so i'll see you next time in two weeks for our international stammering Wednesday day special thanks bye